Listener Production. Warm, enjoyable and chock full of nuts. Just like a sneaky mid-morning brownie. And I can't live without it! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Matt, can you help me out? Oh, always. What do you need help with, Can you donate some things to me and my election campaign? Oh, oh, mate. Who was it earlier this week that got bust for a $100,000 donation? Zali Stegel had an article come out, independent for Warringah, where she declared a few donations, but the AEC said, whoa, 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 whoa. These are from people from the same family. You need to combine these into one large donation and show that you've done that. Apparently is what happened there. I just can't wrap my head around that, like how donations are even legal. <laughs> it yeah. just seems so like. Well, I don't. I don't need. I don't need you to donate money. This campaign's on the smell of an oily rag. We don't have to worry about that. What I do want from you is jokes, because people have been saying it's possible. You've got to get into Twitter more, Alex. You've got to get into Twitter, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know what to say on Twitter. I did put up a photo the other day where I was talking to people in Peterborough. And first comment is just like, Alex, can you please upgrade to an N95 mask? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> the thing snapped on me. I was using a different mask and I was indoor. The other bloke isn't even wearing masks on his Instagram. Do you know what gets a lot of attention on Twitter, especially this week? Mm. Huge bongs. <laughs> so if that can help your campaign at all. Well, yeah, well, the tweet I put out was kind of about marijuana, which was when the government sort of backflipped on saying, we're going to introduce an anti-corruption commission before the last election. And now this time they're like, no, we're not doing that. I said, <laughs> what? The government broke an election promise? Wow, I haven't been this surprised by breaking news since Snoop Dogg smoked a joint before the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Least shocking news ever. But I need you to donate some jokes to me on Twitter, please. Did you see the Tom Carty cut of that Scott Morrison <laughs> clip with the ukulele? It did very well. <laughs> so funny. Anyways, check that out on the internet. Look, we got a whole show to do, okay? And we're going to be joined by this incredible artist. That's right, she took out Triple J's Unearthed High a couple of years ago, 2019. She's only 18 years old, but she's here with her brand new EP, Growing Pains, and I'm absolutely loving uh, everything that this artist touches. She goes by the name of Georgia Alice, and it's such a pleasure to be chatting to Georgia on our show very, very soon. Should be good. Stick with us. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matthew, we talked a little bit about after uh, coming back to All Day Breakfast, my stinking Christmas with a little bit of uh, Omicron. Oh, damn. Which was no good. Timed it really poorly. How you feeling? You got any long COVID symptoms? I was no. talking to a friend of ours who's very much, you know, went to go for a, like exercise on the weekend, just couldn't get through it. Mm. Yeah, it's super rough, you know, and it doesn't often get talked about, the people who are still... Suffering with it. I know. Heart problems, apparently. A lot of those, those are booming. Yeah, people with foggy brains coming out of it as well. It's pretty rough stuff. I was fortunate enough to get around it, but it did hit at that real rough time at Christmas where you're meant to be celebrating and open prezies and uh, that sort of thing. Instead, by myself, watching Scotty Boland take six for seven, if you don't mind. That was a good little. Bloody hero, mate. <laughs> no brain fog there, mate. No, but it's hey. interesting talking to other people. I just had a friend 
who um, was going to go to Japan for their birthday because of the international travel and the delays, couldn't do that, take a group of friends to Japan. So instead organised a little Tassie trip, caught COVID just before they had to go. So instead of spending their birthday there, it was rough. So that was a pretty inopportune moment to cop your seven days. But then I heard of probably an even worse one, which was from a good comedian friend who was taking a little trip. I know this friend. Yeah. She's a very unlucky person. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, we can't say her name, but go on. Well, she is quite unlucky when it comes to travel because her show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival last year, which was hilarious, was all about her trip to Italy where she like broke her foot, like injured herself and had to stay in the place by herself in Italy. I think she rolled her ankle on a cobblestone or something like that and it was just stuck the whole time. Unfortunately, this time around, she was going to a wedding on the Gold Coast, which a lot of comedians were going to. I didn't see your invite there, Matt. I saw a lot of comedians posting from this wedding. Yeah, who got... Now I'm genuinely wondering, who got married? Ben Russell. Great comedian. Ah, got married. You know, I don't think I've ever been in the same room as Ben Russell. Really? We we interviewed him at one point. Well, he, I don't care. He's he's just made an enemy. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, she was flying into the Gold Coast to go to the, this wedding. Got up there, you know, two days early to enjoy it, and she was staying with Kyron Wheatley and Luke McGregor. They got an Airbnb together. It was going to be the best weekend ever. A few days before, then a few days. <laughs> And then fly home, got in, get the diagnosis. No. Have to get a new accommodation away from Kyron and Luke. (laughs) Oh, so she hadn't entered, like, yeah, okay. So So she got up there early. She didn't trap them. No, didn't trap them. them. So she went to a new one. They came in, go enjoy the wedding. She gets to Noosa, indoors, misses the wedding, and then misses her flight home, has to just stay up there to isolate and just fly home at the end of it. Oh, my God. Wait, so sorry. Flies to the Gold Coast, did you say? Noosa. Flies to Noosa. Gets COVID. <laughs> can't go to wedding. Can't even stay with her friends. Has to find new com. Isolate for seven days. Has to rebook another flight home. Gets on flight, goes home. Everyone flies in for the wedding. Is like, oh, the wedding's over. We're off. See ya. <laughs> Everyone flies back to their home. <laughs> and, uh, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, you would prefer to just be home, wouldn't you? Like you'd prefer to just have never yeah. gotten in the cab to Absolutely. go to the airport. Absolutely. Got all you, your at stuff. Least you got, yeah, you got all your stuff. <laughs> yep. You know, you know the delivery systems, you yep. know it's available. Yep. Noosa, you're just gonna be looking out your window <laughs> at people playing on the beach like your Bart when he broke his leg. An episode of The Simpsons. I smell toast. All right, Matt, very exciting when we get to chat to someone who is releasing a piece of art today. The incredible artist George Alice, whose brand new EP hits. Sounds a little bit like this. It is the new song, Hold On, off the EP Growing Pains, which is out today to celebrate. George Alice has been kind enough to join us here at All Day Breakfast. G'day, George. Hello, how are we? Well, I've had your song stuck in my head for the last <laughs> 24 hours, George. Got a bad Alice. case of the earworms here, George Ellis, on All Day Breakfast. That's, good. <laughs> That's very good for me. Yeah, they're wriggling. 
<laughs> they are wriggling into me like I'm some sort of half-eaten apple. But um, I'm, uh, you know, because I'm a big fan. I was listening to the EP, actually, while I was eating a Luxa yesterday, George Alice, and just one of those things where I was like, there's only, I think, seven tracks on an EP, or, you know, most EPs, and I felt like I knew all of them. Like, I was just like, this this is another tune. I loved it. Thank you so much. Are you excited about it coming out, Growing Pains? Yeah, I'm super excited about it. You know, it's been a long time in the making, so it's good to be able to just throw it out in the world and see how it lands. Well, you mentioned that because the new song, Hold On, written at a similar time to a song people may know, Circles, as well. Can you tell us about how old you were, what emotions were going through and uh, what went into writing Hold On? Yeah, I mean, I wrote it the same day that I wrote Circles. Um, in the two in a session. day? Yep, it was two in a day. The old, Never done that at scene. The old Dolly Parton technique. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it. And, um, yeah, no, it was good. It was about... Um, kind of just like changing friendship groups and, you know, losing people that you might not be able to get back at that point in time and, you know, just the kind of feels that go along with that. But um, Maribel kind of brought the maturity, who I wrote it with, kind of brought the maturity that I think it needed. And now listening back, it's probably about like a million and one different things. But at the time, it was probably about like my best friend saying she doesn't like my hair or something. (laughs) Um, I saw you did a like a version recently. Congratulations on that. It was a big achievement for any artist. Uh, Bigger achievement happening on the same day, though. Got your license. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yes, I did. Got the sweet, sweet pea plates. Excellent. Did you, did you, did you fail at all? Because I, I failed my first one. I'll admit it. Did you fail, or did you have a seamless attempt? You know what? I hit it first go, and I got it. But I totally thought I failed, and I was prepared. I mentally prepared on the drive back to the starting point. I was like, it's all right. We can just try it again, and it's no worries, no stress. But you know, he went, yeah, it's passed. I went, oh, cool, that's awesome. Excellent. And what's your go-to? Put the windows down, pump a song when you're cutting a few fat laps around Adelaide. What uh, <laughs> what song do you, you chuck on? What song have I been putting on? Actually, the new um, Remy Wolf album, Juno, is so good. And The Street That You Live On is probably my put it on and crank it. It's just so, like, nostalgic. Mm. I'm like, yes, life is good. I'm at my peak. Everything's great. <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, I'm kind of lost for I'm lost for words at how uh, things uh, seem to be going <laughs> your way in life. You know what I mean? Like, you're 18. Such a <laughs> Well, you're killing it. That's <laughs> stitching you right up, George Ellis. That, this is- oh, God. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> Next thing you know, a massive pandemic will happen and all the live shows will be cancelled. Oh, God. <laughs> like, because I saw you do the, the MCG the other day with uh, as part of yep. the cricket. I mean, was that a pinch yourself yep. moment? Did you have a moment where you kind of looked out at, at a crowd or just at the size of the stadium and thought, it was wild. wow, or was there something backstage that made you think, oh, this is this is big time? You know, walking, like, we're seeing like obviously the behind the scenes of like the MCG and my dad loves footy. So I was like, interesting. This is that place that he always talks about. And, you know, he watches the footy and stuff. I'm like, cool, this is cool. And then um, it's just seeing like, you know, you see all these massive artists coming to the country and they play like stadiums, they play all these big arenas and stuff. And then we were like walking like in the car park underneath the stadium, like, and it took so long to get from the green room to the stage. It took like a 15-minute walk and I was just so confused on how it took so long. But there was like buggies and stuff everywhere. The people were like driving from point to point. And, you know, they don't just put that stuff in documentaries. That's like a real thing that they need. So that was a real pinch yourself thing. Oh, that's mad. Just you wait, George Ellis, because you're also down to be playing Splendour in the Grass, finally, for 2022 incarnation. And if you like buggies, they are zipping and zooming around backstage (laughs) 
there. So uh, I would encourage you to uh, try and get a posse and uh, jump on the back of the golf buggy there. That's my goal. That's my number one goal of Splendour. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what's your number one goal in music? Like how, how big do you dare yourself to dream when you go about what you want to do in your music career? <laughs> um, I can't remember what year I'm up to, but when not long, I think it was 2020, I said that um, in a certain amount of years that I wanted to be able to sell out Madison Square Garden. And um, yeah, look, you know, it's still a dream. Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to happen one day. Absolutely. I when, but I need, I need to manifest it. And so I'm just throwing it in the universe and hopefully it'll come back to me. But um, you know what? I dare to dream pretty large and I'll just keep doing it because, you know, things seem to be going pretty good and I'm just so stoked with everything that's happened so far. Even like Splendor was my was the, the greatest, biggest thing that could have ever happened to me and it's and it's happened so. Well, look, Georgia, i got to tell you, when I was your age, I remember telling everyone that I was going to have an Oscar by the time I'm 25 uh, and I don't even have a Logie. Well, so, you got an Aria, though, <laughs> so oh, well on the way and I tell you what. There we go. Uh, what I will say is you are already doing a lot better <laughs> yeah. than me. You're halfway to that dream already and you're doing absolutely, like I can just see you actually doing it. I mean, mm. you're doing the arena tour with Amy Shark as well. You've done the MCG, yeah. you're doing Splendor in the Grass and you're about to embark on your own headline tour around Australia as well. Yeah, if you want to check out George Alice, the Black Bear Lodge on the 18th of May, playing Mary's Underground on the 19th, the 27th at the Gov in Adelaide and Northcote Social as well, an awesome venue on the 2nd of June. And then just uh, keep an eye out for Madison Square Garden Dates TBA for George <laughs> Alice. But if you keep putting out songs as gorgeous as as accomplished as Hold On, Georgia, that'll be, um, yeah, no time at all. Thank you so much. That's <laughs> can, so lovely. Can I, you know, I mean this, when it happens... Please, can I have backstage tickets? Okay, because I oh, Matt, Matt and I will be your buggy drivers. I will, the jo- I will drive your buggy. I'm not joking. I know that it'll happen. I feel like it's going to happen as well, and I and I want that. Yeah, I want that buggy access. So, <laughs> look, if it, if one day this magically happens. It's it, you know, you're all there. We're well, there. Mate. We're going to have a buggy party. It's going to be great. You can drive us. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the buggy driver. George Ellis, it's been an absolute pleasure. Make sure you do listen to the debut EP, Growing Pains, which is out today. Thank you so much for spending release day with us, George Ellis, and we will chat to you again on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast very soon. Thank you so much for having me. Well, usually I like dipping into the mailbag, Alex Dyson, but I've just seen one of the first messages <laughs> at the top of the pod. I don't like this at all. Well, the Matt and Alex mailbag is there for your correspondence. For your correspondence and convenience. And I tell you what, a couple of um, cold hard truths coming in this week on the mailbag. Alex has uh, got on the Instagram DMs and said, Matt is an early nominee for crumb of the year, oh, uh, trying to get free snags from a charity. I'm not. I'm Disgrace. not trying to get free snags. I am just trying to get a a replacement. There should be a warranty. <laughs> the snags should come with a with a. You want two snags for minute, the price of one? <laughs> five minute dropped concrete warranty. Okay. Little 
cooling off period. Well, not according to Alex. Alex says, pull your bloody head in. Having worked at a fast food restaurant for many years, the only way I'm giving out free stuff for dropped items is if the person doing the dropping is under 10 years old. And uh, last time I checked, Matt O'Kine, that was not you. Well, got the hands of a 10-year-old, nice and soft. Hardly done any hard work in my life. That's all the other. Uh, that's why the sausage just slipped right out. The butter moisturizer you've put in on there. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Another message from Matt. So Matt and Alex have uh, messaged into Matt and Alex. This uh, Matt says, "Hey guys, I have an idea for a segment. It's called Wanting to Know. Listeners can call in with campaign slash policy questions for Alex Dyson, or are just questions about the region, so Alex can sell himself as a candidate for the impending election." Cheers for reading. Well, thank you very much, Matt. Wanting to know. We could organise our wanting to know segment. Just wanted to know, what is your motto? You don't have a catchphrase. Yes, I do. What is it? Putting people first. Full stop. It sounds like it's already... Is that not... Has someone not already done that? No, I don't think so. We've Googled it and, you know, done the due diligence. <laughs> it's sort of wanting that to be... That just seems like the most obvious thing ever, though. Like, it seems like mm. someone must have done that before. Well, I'm sure someone has somewhere, but um, that's what we're going with this time because I'm I'm sick of the putting the party over I the just, people. I can't believe that you got dibs on that for this round. That's well, I called shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> putting people first. Well, I love it, Alex Dyson. Thank you very much. And thank you for putting us first whenever you send us your messages at matt.and.alex. We take their messages in any form, on paper, phone calls, or even an audio message just like Jackson has done regarding my first watching of Star Wars. So Matt didn't like Star Wars. Too plot-driven for him. He must rather movies with absolutely zero plot and zero budget like the 2006 hit Sweet F.A. (laughs) Wow, Jackson. Really low plot. You know... Jackson, Alex, I put myself out. I just, I just try to be honest, and this is what I get in return. Yeah, uh, well, one of your criticisms My was that it looked works a bit low budget, smeared, <laughs> calling me crumb of the year. All right, what's next? Darian messaged in, and this could have fit into our partner apology hotline. Like to apologise to my husband Dylan. Uh, I was popping some blackheads with some cotton buds. Left the dirty cotton buds in the bathroom on the bench, which he then used to clean his ears and didn't realise they were dirty until I told him later in fits of laughter. (laughs) Sorry about that, babe. Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, dear. That's rule number one of any kind of blackhead extraction, pimple popping. The contents must go straight to the bin. (laughs) Are you a um, a partner pimple popper? Nah, I you you pop your partner's pimples. I don't really do it, no. Um, and I have to admit that I don't necessarily. I'm I'm not. I don't really get many pimples, uh, like body pimples. So mm. um, I don't want to dob anyone in, but I do. I do think that Belle would probably like it if I had more for her. To- <laughs> <laughs> I, she hasn't said anything. There's been no behaviour yeah. that indicates that. I just. I get the sense yep. that she would have no problem if I had just one or two more, oh, you know, a, a week or a month. What about you, Producer Bron? Pimple popping partnership? No, I don't really do that, but I do like to pluck my partner's eyebrow hairs with <laughs> oh. tweezers. What, the old, the old mono? Yeah, just with tweezers or just any facial hair and he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do that thing where you're like, 
Oh, I think you've got something here. <laughs> yeah. Let me just and you're just over manicuring it. You're just, just Sometimes doing I it go for the a sake couple extras that don't need it. Just for fun. <laughs> just for the pleasure. Well, thank you very much for your audio messages and thank you for getting in touch with Matt and Alex, not only today, but throughout the week. It has been a whole heap of fun. And we're gonna be back with you on Monday morning. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.